What up, folks? This is your boy, the Pittsburgh Golf Hack, and today I've got a very special and very different episode to bring to you all. It's not every day that, as an average golfer, you get an opportunity to knock off one of those special items on your bucket list. But in a recent trip to New York, one of those opportunities just so happened to present itself to me. I was so excited that I called an emergency recording session with Sir Richard, and while I was extremely excited, I was also extremely terrified at the same time because I was getting ready to take on one of the most difficult tasks in golf, not only from an average golfer's perspective, but for any golfer's perspective. So exactly what is this bucket list item that I'm talking about? Well, I got more on that coming your way in the Walk to Remember. Alright Rich, so uh, I'm sure that you are probably tired of the uh, anticipation of why I have called a emergency meeting. Yes, I, I, I've been on complete seat's edge all day through the work day as you told me earlier in the day, so I've been thinking about this all day. So what do you got for me? So I am beyond excited and also beyond scared to tell you the news that I am about to tell you. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and there's, there's, there's reasons for me being scared and obvious reasons for me to be excited, but there's also a little part of me on the inside that doesn't know if you're going to be mad or happy for me. <laughs> oh God. All right. Just hit me with it. Let's 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 get this. So I am traveling uh, in New Jersey, as you know, for work. Oh, you have got to be kidding me! Okay. Um, I and by the way, listeners, if you hear what sounds to be like semi trucks running through uh, the walls of of my room, uh, my room is like directly right beside the Jersey Turnpike. So henceforth the uh, the noise, but. You know what? If you tell me what I think you're going to tell me, I if, if a truck runs through your your hotel room, I'm going to be you're going to be okay totally, with that. I'm going to be totally fine with it. All right, Garen, share with the class. So, um, came to Jersey today uh, with full expectations of having a an absolute uh, action packed week, which I would have no time to spare, and plans kind of fell through today. And mm-hmm. uh, needless to say, have a little bit of free time uh, tomorrow. Okay. So, uh, as I am trying to figure out why, what I want to fill my free time with, first and foremost, every real golfer travels with their sticks. That's 100%. Rule, rule number one of being a golfer. If, if you are a golfer, you travel with your sticks. So Stay strapped, baby. Stay that, strapped. That is right. So, as I'm trying to figure out how to fill my time, a little thought crosses my mind. Garen. And there is a bucket list item that I have been wanting to do for quite some time. I I hope. I I hope it eats you alive. Go ahead. (laughs) Uh, So, I have booked a tea time tomorrow for the people's course, Rich. Man, come on, Garen. <laughs> it was there. Now, there, there's a couple things. There's a couple things that you should know. One, I don't know if I'm going to get the finish. Okay. Why because, is that? Because the tea time is, is later in the evening, and I don't know if there's going to be enough time to finish. Now, you have to walk, don't you? Absolutely. Okay. That's what I thought. Hence the reason wow. I'm hence the reason I'm calling this episode a walk to remember. <laughs> oh, you gosh, I wish we could so turn the parental controls off on this one. So folks, if you do not know what the people's course is, I have booked a tea time tomorrow 
for Beth Page Black at Beth Page State Park in Long Island, New York. I can't even believe you right now. <laughs> you know Which, the last time we went to New York, how terrible of a time it was, and now you get to play Beth Page. I do, I do, and and you know, that's, that's a story for another day. That's why I'm scared, Rich. So, so the story that Richard is talking about, me and Rich in one of his former jobs got somehow tasked with driving a, well, towing a car to Boston, and we had to go through the heart of New York City, and we got lost in suburbia, all, all, no, all no, on no, account. No, no. I got us lost. You got us lost. <laughs> story, story for a whole other time, folks, but... yeah. I, I got us lost in suburbia of New York, and not a single person could speak English, and it was it was a nightmare. It was a disaster. The Ju- the, listen, the Jewish temple that we turned around at, they were very nice. It was very late. <laughs> they were probably, and we, probably and under they were duress prob- with a car, they, a pickup <laughs> truck with a car strapped to the back of it. <laughs> very scared of the hillbillies that pulled up. <laughs> Uh, so but very very nice people at the Jewish Temple. Shout out to random Jewish Temple in the middle of suburban New York. Yes. Anyway, moving forward, we we digress. Um, but that is hence the reason I am a little petrified tomorrow because I have to drive through the heart of New York City to get to Long Island mm-hmm. to go and achieve this this bucket list task, which. At a tea time of four o'clock, I do not foresee. I don't foresee finishing. So, I have been researching, and number two, number two reason I am petrified is I am. I'm not exactly in fighting shape. <laughs> <laughs> you say say you're getting a little soft there, are you, buddy? <laughs> I, I am not exactly in fighting shape. And for those of you that know very little about Bethpage Black, let me put this in perspective for you. So, in 2002, when Tiger Woods won the U.S. Open uh, at Bethpage Black, which, so let me back up even further, Bethpage Black is a public course, um, for those of you that do not know. However, it is one of the most coveted public courses to get on and one of the most hardest to get a mm-hmm. tee time for. People literally, they have a system where you can come and you can, there are six parking spots. And those six parking spots, if you come and you camp out in your car overnight, you are guaranteed one of the first six tee times the following morning. And there is literally a gentleman that comes and knocks on your door at 4.30 to give you a ticket to go to the starter hut and put your name on the list. Beautiful. So do not did not have to do that. I'll walk through that in just a minute. But the, the black course is one of the most difficult to get on. And it is what they call the the people's course because it is one of the few courses that is a public course that can be accessed that has hosted a u.s open yep but it is one of the most difficult courses maybe in the world to play um, the smallest the smallest greens guys here's the here's the crazy thing about it I, again I, I think i mentioned it in our last episode uh we we tend to to, to kind of I think we skew toward newer golfers. If you haven't really watched the game and educated yourself, Google just throw this in your Google machine really quick. Take a look at how small these greens are, particularly number one. Like the green into number one is tiny. I think it's like thirty five paces across. That's it. And and, and undulating. So number one's actually one of the easier holes on the course. Mm-hmm. And, and it is it is still very difficult. But so here, let me put this in perspective. Number one, to walk the full 18, I have been told is six miles. Wow. So that's the walk that I have ahead of me tomorrow. Not um, in fighting shape. Not in fighting shape. And I have been told probably not going to finish before dark. But we'll, we'll give it our best. <sighs> um. In retrospect, the course rating 
Well, let's just go back. I was talking about the, the 2002 U.S. Open. So Tiger Woods was the only golfer to finish under par in 2002 to win the U.S. Open. And he won it at three under par. So, and that was from the tips. Now, a lot of people go and they try to take on the black course from the tips. Um, This guy's not that stupid. Nope. Um, I'm not shooting 135. No. I I know where I stand with this course. Um, But from the whites, Rich, I, I, I just had to laugh when I was looking at this. The whites, the course rating is 74.2. And the slope is 148. Holy crap. <laughs> and the yardage is 6,684 yards. It plays 6,600 yards from the whites? Yes. So you know how That's bad amazing. I have been playing in my competition rounds here lately. Those are at 6,200 yards from the blues. <laughs> Holy mother. Yeah. So well, if, I'm excited. Like I said, I'm excited and scared. I have no idea what to expect, and and there, I'll I will be paired with three other random people, so I have no idea what the what the draw is going to look like. Um, no idea. Well, we're gonna find out. We you're are, gonna do some on course audio, right? I'm gonna do some on course audio. I'm also gonna try to do some on course video and do a. Uh, I want to do a little video documentary of what it's like for the average golfer to play Beth Page Black. In between, you go. <laughs> it's going. It, it's going to be bad. I, I've got to stop somewhere and find a place to get me a uh, a small cooler that I can pack about eight Gatorades. Yes, Fatty McGee goes to Beth Page Black. <laughs> Yeah, it's but I like the stance. <laughs> oh, it, it it's going to be a challenge. The uh, the only good thing that I can say is I do have my my push cart. Well, good. That's that's that'll help a lot. Um, yeah. I mean, even though you're going to be, even though it's still going to be a hike, not having to hike with the bag on your back, um, that'll be that'll be a help. So yep. thank goodness for a push cart. Yeah, I'll be interested to see whether or not I, uh, I tap out or actually finish, but uh, I'm going to give it my all. We'll see. We'll see where we come in. If if I keep, well, I'm fully expecting not to break a hundred, um, but if I keep. 110 off the scorecard there we go there we go I, let's uh, shoot for keeping 110 off the scorecard yeah if i if i keep 110 off the scorecard i think that i will be elated but uh, absolutely i have no idea how how to play this course i have no idea how it's going to set up and the other negative which i kind of hate that the the one time i'm probably ever going to play this course they just aerated a little over a week ago oh come on that's why that honestly though that's probably why you got on you're you're probably right and and in full disclosure folks beth page by uh, beth page state park does have an online booking process um you can go online and create a booking uh the kicker why it's so hard to get onto beth page if you're not a new york state resident you cannot book tea times any more than five days in advance if you are a new york state resident you can book seven if not more days in advance so it's it's a lot easier for a new york state resident to get on and play this course um and it's very very seldom that reasonable tee times even hit the tee sheet for a non-resident so i'm you know i'm 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 excited to get out and play it um i'm fully expecting to get my butt whipped by this course but i think it'll be a fun uh a fun documentary so, and a fun ride <laughs> i'm going to i'm going to go ahead and take all the joke out of it because i know you're going you are going to get manhandled oh yeah <laughs> this course you're going to get manhandled so so let's get that out of the way first of all what an amazing opportunity this is for you to go play a course that we that we watched, you know, Tiger, you know, dominate as kids. Yeah. Um, I'm more of a, a Tiger fan than you are, and that's okay. But like, 
you know, the, like watching how truly difficult this course is for professionals to play and to be able to be, we've talked about hallowed ground before. And, and, um, when you and I played the old white, how that's hallowed ground, this is truly, truly hallowed ground. So my advice to you, um, aside from go F yourself (laughs) is, um, my advice to you would be to go take it in enjoy every shot you hit whether it's bad good or otherwise and uh at the end of the day you get to come out of it and say hey i played beth page which is great yes sir i uh and and i will be sure to bring you back something so uh i'll i'll, I'll send you some matter of fact just go ahead and go on the beth page uh pro shops website and uh you know look look there for something that uh might might suit your eye you know within reason <laughs> oh absolutely i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna be like hey this adidas pullover is only 249 dollars why don't you pick that up for your daddy <laughs> no brother, I, I appreciate you i would do the same if i uh if i went to or when i go to uh a course that you won't be able to go to i'll go take a look but uh yeah man the best of luck uh absolutely break a leg and i can't wait for all of the content that's coming All right, folks, stay tuned. I've got some on-course audio coming your way. We'll see you tomorrow. The next morning as I woke up, expecting to be in full anticipation of what was going to take place that day, unfortunately I was greeted with not feeling so hot. I woke up with sinus congestion, a sore throat, and a nagging cough. I immediately went down to the local pharmacy picked up some decongestants and said a little prayer hoping that I would feel better as the day went on. And much to my surprise, it worked. After a few hours the decongestants kicked in, I immediately started feeling better and we were off and on our way to Bethpage Black. Alright, so we are on the Jersey Turnpike on our way to Bethpage Black and I can tell you now I already hate this. I hate driving in city traffic. This is going to be a bear. So I just got off an exit and this dumped me literally uh, what appeared to be the runway of Newark, New Jersey Airport. I'm staring face to face with a jet airliner. Lord help me. Just a side note, if you're ever going across the Verrazano Bridge in Brooklyn, New York, uh, Watch your speed. I think I just got an automated speeding ticket. (laughs) All right, we're finally on the parkway in the Farmingdale. I think we're getting there. Okay, so I am in the parking lot at Bethpage State Park, just pulled in. And I have to tell you folks, just looking around here, this looks like it's going to be everything that I had hoped it would be. This place looks like a golf wonderland. Everywhere I look around me is just golf courses as far as the eye can see. So uh, we have arrived. Arrived we had indeed. After a quick tour of the grounds, I made my way to the pro shop and got myself some merch. And then it was off to the first tee, where I thought I would have the opportunity to watch some folks tee off before my tee time. However, much to my surprise, there was nobody else. The starter saw me coming. He said, are you playing the black? I said, yes, sir. He said, the tee box is yours whenever you're ready. And this is where it all began. We are to the right of the fairway in no man's land, right in the bend of the par four number one and I don't know that I got a shot so this is gonna be a little bit adventurous getting out of here all right so after two shots to get out of the rough we're on the fairway chipping up for our approach shot we're on and after a two putt we have a successful double bogey to start off the round on the black course let's go Okay, so getting myself in a little bit of a rhythm here. We're in the uh, fairway on number two, so let's, let's try to get up and down here. 
my approach shot would be slightly short, I would chip up and get up and down for a bogey. On the par three number three, I hit a beautiful shot into the green. Ended up just short right off the fringe. I Texas wedged it up and tapped in for par. My drive indeed would end up in the rough, however, I took my medicine, chipped out into the fairway, was on the green in five and two putted for a double boat. My drive on five would just be to the left of the fairway, it'd take me two more shots to get on the green and I would get out of there with a bogey. Okay. So other than being winded from that walk up the hill, actually down the hill off the tee box and then back up the hill to the fairway on number six, I've got one in the middle of the fairway. Let's see if we can hit a pretty good stroke on one. So Rich, this, this approach shot that I've got is about 220 in, and I think this is one of those greens you and I talked about. If you're gonna miss, miss long. So I'm pulling three hybrid and I'm going, I'm going to pray if I miss, I miss long because this thing is surrounded by bunkers. Oh, that looks good. Holy crap, dude. I think it's on. I think it, holy crap, it's on. I have about a 20 footer birdie all right so let's see if we can put this 20 footer in for a bird no pressure it's tracking died just about two feet short let's let's get this here Let me walk you all over here. Alright. There we go. We're on the par train. Come on, baby. So, I just thought that I would uh, kind of share my thoughts with you, what I'm thinking. Number one, I'm hoping we don't run out of daylight. <laughs> Um, but I really don't feel, I really don't feel that we've been, I haven't been penalized to the point where I hate this course yet. Um, I think truthfully, if you play the tees that you should play for your handicap, this course isn't any more difficult than any of the other tougher courses that I played. So a little winded cause you got to walk, but my fat butt could use the exercise, right? Let's keep going. Hopefully we don't run out of daylight. Oh, stay out of the sand. I think we made it clear. Hot tamale. Now that right there is what you call being luckier than crap. I've cleared the bunker. I'm gonna say about probably a good 30 yards. Kind of feeling like Superman today. That's not what we want. So after trying to play the low punch shot, we hit a tree limb, a little errant, and we then proceeded to hit a hybrid across the back of the green we got a little chip to get up and down all right we are up and down we are through seven no yeah we are through seven at six over par not too bad 
Let's go on to the par three, number eight. My four iron tee shot on number eight landed smack dad in the middle of the green. The only problem, that still left me with about 50 to 60 feet for birdie. I blew my birdie putt completely past the hole, missed the comebacker by about 12 inches, tapped in for a bogey. So after hitting my tee shot on number 9, I had no idea where my ball was because the sun was directly in my face. However, it was in the middle of the fairway. I was not able to put a good shot on it, did not hit the green. However, I was finally able to get up onto the green, struggled with some putts and got off with a double bogey to finish the front nine with a 45. What was that second shot you heard? Well, that would have been me hitting out of the tall grass on the right side of the fairway where my drive went to the left side of the fairway about 100 yards into the thicker fescue, leaving me this shot into the green. I was finally able to get onto the green and two putt for a double bogey. That extra thud that you heard at the end of my drive, well, that would have been me smacking my driver on the tee box because my drive went errant to the right-hand side of the fairway into the rough, leaving me no choice but to chip out into the fairway. Don't be a hero. Now we can put a play on the ball. My approach shot landed squarely on the green, and I would two pot for a bogey. All right, folks, so hopefully. We are not going to run out of daylight. It's looking a little grim, but I just want to share with you. Let's see here. We're on hole number 12. I just want to share with you kind of my thoughts so far. So far, I, I, I've gotten myself in trouble a few times. I have not been in a bunker. <laughs> so from that regard, I can't really tell you What's well, like have to play out on the bad boys yet, but my general synopsis is if you play from the tees that you're supposed to be playing, I don't think it's that bad. I, I'm really enjoying this course. It's beautiful. Um, it's a bucket list item. That's all I can say, but uh, let's keep going. So after 11, we are 10 over par. Starting to get a little winded. Just hit a drive, a little errant. No clue where it's at, to be honest with you. We're gonna find it. Pretty sure it's in the thick stuff. Might be time for a protein bar next hole. <laughs> Much to my surprise, it was not errant. It was just off the right fringe of the fairway leaving me a great approach shot into the green. I was on in two, but unfortunately with three putt, give away the par and end up with a bogey. 
might be the first one of the day that's really errant. Left edge of the woods, I don't even know how I pulled that one, but we'll go see if we can find it. So we found the ball here, miraculously. And again, I'm not gonna be try to be a hero. I just wanna put this back out in the fairway. I got no play on it right here. I would overshoot the green, was able to chip back up, and after a two putt, walked off the par five number 13 with a double bogey. Might be playing out of our first bunker of the day. In the bunker we were, and probably one of the deepest, tallest, longest bunkers of all the golf course that I had faced that day. Miraculously, we were out and on the green with about a 15 footer for par. Alright folks, so we're starting to run out of daylight, and to be completely honest with you, I'm starting to run out of gas a little bit, but the people who are in front of me have now left, so it's wide open. If we can play some speed golf, we might, might be able to finish, and for me to be able to tell you what a hat golfer can put up a best paid flat. And the problem is my next shot went errant. It is in the rough to the left. I ain't got no clue where it's at. Let's go see if we can find it. Okay, so we got my ball. Once again, we're just gonna try After ending up in the bunker, I would miraculously get out and be on the green and two pot for a double bogey. I'll save you the suspense on 16, it was not good. After hitting my second shot into the greenside bunker, I struggled to get up and down and would walk away with the hole with a double bogey. All right folks, we're on number 17, I'm out of daylight. And I'm running on fumes. We're about 202 into the green. This thing is surrounded by bunkers. I'm just hitting and praying. See what we see what we can do here. Well, either in the left-hand bunker, over it, or in front of it. Get the flashlight out. My tee shot on 17 would end up in the green side bunker to the left. I was able to get up and onto the green, however, I three putted. So, first of all, this really sucks 
that it's 719 and we're already out of daylight. That's depressing, folks. But I think I'm going to be able to find my ball. I'm going to hit it about 220. Should be able to find it, put another couple strokes on her, and see if we can finish this round out. All right, I found the ball in the rough. I have no clue what my yardage is. And only soon, we're probably somewhere around, oh, there's the flag. Let me see if I can shoot it. shoot myself in the eye with the rangefinder here. Uh, I don't think it's right. I cannot shoot the flag. Note to self, buy some of those glow-in-the-dark balls like they had at Crystal Springs Resort. Then would come in handy right about now. Well, folks, if you ever wanted to know what it was like to finish a best page black in the dark, you didn't see it, or hear it anyways. Now you got about a 20-foot pot. Break, 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 break. Just a little short. Alright, folks. Here it is, the final putt. I was hoping that that would sound a little bit more dramatic. <laughs> All right, folks, we did it. Tally them up. After struggling every shot on number 18, I was able to finish the hole with a double bogey. And it was absolutely pitch black, no light left whatsoever. I was able to finish up the back nine with a 50, which would give me an overall score of a 95 for an average golfer playing Beth Page Black. I would call Rich later that night to recap all the events of the day. Well, Rich, we have uh, we have returned from Beth Page, sir. You uh, you survived the black. Survived the black, sir. Well, tell us about it. Let's uh, let's hear the whole wrap up, man. Well, survived is one word. I I'd almost I'd almost say I beat it in my terms. <laughs> oh wow, that's uh, that's that's a lofty statement. Well, I I kept as I told you in the text. I kept a hundred off the scorecard, and for me that that was a huge victory. Um, Absolutely, man. Um, you know, being, being, uh, you know, we, we call ourselves hacks and, and, uh, we're, you know, in reality, we're mid handicap golfers, right. And yep. for a mid handicapper to, to keep a hundred off the scorecard at arguably the hardest course in America, definitely the hardest public course in America. Um, that is a feat. Congratulations. No, I, I appreciate it, sir. It was definitely, I, yeah, I will say I, I played really good that day. Um, yeah, I was hitting driver good. Yeah, sure. I mean, you saw, you know, I, for those of you that have not uh, probably had a chance to see it on the Pittsburgh Golf Hack YouTube channel, I actually uh, put a video out there. It's about 15 minutes long of basically step-by-step -step me playing the uh, the black course. And uh, it, uh, you know, sure, I hit some shots errant, but I tried to be sure. smart about it. I, You know, when I got in the rough, I realize, like you're you're not gonna you're not gonna get an approach shot to the green out of this rough. You're just not gonna do it, right? And you know, so I tried to be smart about it, and you know, just take a, either a pitching wedge or a nine iron, punch back out into the fairway, and you know, anything from like anything like around a hundred yards, I was still able to do pretty successfully. You know, it's when you started sure. really trying to get into those higher irons that that cause you problems. But uh, you know, overall, I felt. Uh, you know, I felt I did pretty good. Um, only ended up in some bunkers towards the end of the round. And to be honest, I think it's just, you know, running out of steam, not not paying as much attention, and running out of daylight. <laughs> right. Yeah, you had to run. You did have to run. Um, for, for those of you who haven't watched the video, it was nearly dark. Actually, you know what? It, it was, was dark. dark. 
<laughs> it was dark when Garen was finishing. Like, full-on could have let off fireworks dark. Like, like we're, we're talking like, um, meet me on the 18th green at 8 o'clock dark. Yeah. From Happy Gilmore. Like, and the fun- I'm surprised they didn't turn the sprinklers on on it. I was actually worried about that. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what happens after dark out here? Do they do they turn the sprinklers on? Like, I didn't wait a, know. Wait a second, do the sprinklers come on? And it was funny because, well, first of all, let me let me start off by saying this: for number one, for this course to be in like right outside of New York City, and for this course to be you know at the level that it is, I have to say first and foremost, hands down, absolutely, thank you to all the staff at Beth Page Black because. That was some of the nicest staff I have ever met on a golf course. Just hands down amazing, nicest people, made you feel like you actually belong there. And, and I think that's why they call it the People's Country Club, right? Everyone's, sure. Everyone's Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. That's, it's, such a, it's such a huge deal, uh, I think, to them to convey themselves as, as you know, a a, a apologies for my dryer going off in the background, folks. Uh, <laughs> this is a laundry life. day here at the pace. Yeah, this is. Listen, we do this. We're not in a podcast studio. Uh, it it's done. It's finished, so we don't have to worry about it anymore. But I do want to apologize for my dryer just going off. The good news is, is I do have underwear, so we're going to move nice. on. But but <laughs> but, uh, but what I was saying, you know, I, I think they they really want to convey themselves as somewhere that any golfer can play. Any golfer can come and and take part in 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 their facilities, right? They're they're not a snobby, stuck up. You'll never get on here. Um, and as much as as I love Augusta, that's that's kind of what you know Augusta country uh, or Augusta National is, right? You're never going to get on an Augusta National, right. but you can go play Bethpage. Yeah. Uh, any any person with with a little bit of patience can go play Bethpage. Yeah, they, they made me feel so welcome. And, I mean, everybody, the starters and everybody, this was the cool thing. So whenever I went to the course, it was like everybody I went, like, walked up to, I was like, you know, I'm like, where where's the pro shop? And, uh, you know, one guy would be like, I don't know, dude, it's my first time playing here too. And, <laughs> you know, then you would go and ask, you know, where's where you know where do I go to, uh, where's the starter shack for the black? And they're like, I, I don't know, this is the first time I'm playing here too. So it's like. They're just as nervous <laughs> as you are. Yeah, you felt like you were, you know, you, you felt like you, when you started hearing people say that, you knew that you were part of something special that day. And, sure. Um, but the starters were fantastic. I actually did get out a little bit earlier than anticipated. I got out there a little bit. A little bit early, and uh, you know, I wanted to st- sit on the first tee for a little bit and watch people tee off and everything. And there really wasn't anybody out there. And um, right. I'm standing there, and you know, got my picture taken with the warning sign on the black course. And uh, you know, the starter yells over to me. He said, "He said, are you playing the black?" And I was like, "Yes, sir, I am." And he's like, "Are you ready to go?" And I'm like, uh, "Yeah, sure." I was like, "Are, yes. you, are you not pairing me up with anybody?" He was like. If you're ready to go right now, the course is yours. And I was like, "Oh gosh, thank goodness!" Like th- this is that it- is that's like dream scenario <laughs> stuff right there. So I got to uh, I actually got to go out a little bit earlier, which is the only reason I finished at dark because I think I got out at like three thirty-five, something like that. Had I gotten out at at four o'clock like I was supposed to, there's no way I would have finished. No way. Yeah, you would have been. It would have been full on dark. Not that it wasn't full on dark there. But what I was going to say, you know, a little while ago when I started talking about, you know, giving the accolades of the people at the course was whenever I finished, there was a guy on the 18th green sitting on a bench and he was cleaning his clubs and he goes, ah, he is like the victim of the dark claims another one. <laughs> he was like, he's like, did you finish? And I was like, I sure did. And he was like, that's awesome, man. He was like, I'm, he's like, glad you got the finish out here. He's like, it truly is, truly is something special. So it was it was just really cool, and uh, like I said, you know, give a quick reading of the scorecard here. I, I didn't do that bad. Yeah, um, uh, Aaron, insert uh, insert some music here. Yeah, well, it, it, I'm not going to say that it is. Uh, it is not a dramatic. Hey, it's, dr- <laughs> it's dramatic from for where you were at. This is true. So the first hole, and uh, in full disclosure, Rich Rich being my witness, I did. Did hit a breakfast ball on number one. I did not get mm-hmm. to hit the drive. Well, number one, the driving range at Beth Page is not full length. 
you can only hit irons at the driving range there. They do not have a full-length driving range, which kind of <laughs> caught me off guard a little bit. Right. Um, but they do not have full length. So I did hit a breakfast ball, number one, but I, I doubled number one, I bogeyed number two, parred number three, uh, doubled number five, bogeyed number, uh, I'm sorry, doubled number four, bogeyed number five, parred six, parred seven, uh, bogeyed eight, and double bogeyed nine. So I was sitting at a 44 going into the, uh, I'm sorry, a 45 going into the, uh, into the back nine. And then now from, you were, you were, you were smart and you played the whites, right? Yes. I did not play the tips okay. in full disclosure folks. I knew better. Um, Good. and it's deceiving. We talked about that before. <laughs> yeah. It's deceiving because when you tee off on number one, the, the tips are not that far back from the whites and there's only three T right. sets at Beth page black. You've got the okay. blue, blue, white, and red. That's it. So there are no like intermediate tees or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's you got three tees, like like women's, men's, and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Okay, cool. So, Moving so, on. So so play, played the whites back nine. I did not have a single par. Um, back nine eat me up pretty good. So number ten was a par four. I. I double bogeyed, I bogeyed number 11, I bogeyed number 12, I double bogeyed 13, bogeyed 14, doubled 15, doubled 16, 17, and 18. So had a shot of 50, pretty rough on the back nine. But again, now keep in mind, if you go back and watch that YouTube video, my last four holes, it was... The, the sun had gone down and we were we had very little daylight um right and so i mean literally to Hard finish to shots then yeah you didn't even know where they were going so i mean you know I, i'll take it it is what it is could i probably sure. go back out and play it a little better next time yeah but you know i'm i'm happy with where i ended up ended up at a uh, at a 95 and um here is the really good thing I only had, everybody talked about how hard the greens were. And and I'll have to say, we were talking about how small the greens were at the beginning when we recorded before I went out last night. And I will have to say, other than number one, the rest of the greens were actually pretty good size. That's great. Number one was, like you said, it was probably only like 30 paces across the, the front. But it was... Wow. It was the smallest of all the greens that I that I saw the rest of the day. The rest were pretty good. Matter of fact, number six was kind of my hero shot. I hit a really nice drive right in the middle of the fairway between you know between two bunkers. Had about a two hundred yard shot out and landed at about fifteen feet from the hole. Two putted in for par. Mm. I had a chance at birdie mm. on that one. Gotta love that man. Gotta love a birdie putt on the uh, on the black course. Yeah, I, that's uh. I was. That's uh, you know, you're you are you are fulfilling a lot of uh, a lot of you know uh, something that, that a lot of us want to do, and uh, that's 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 very cool. Yeah, I I I definitely felt uh, felt like I was walking on hollow ground. It was it was pretty cool, but I'm not not going to rub salt in the wound too much. I know uh, I know that you wanted to be there, buddy, and uh, we talked about trying to play it together, but we will get back out there because I'm ready to play it again. Yes, sir. Uh, oh, I'm I'm more than ready, and uh, we'll we'll make it happen. We've got some uh, folks. Hold on with us for the next couple of years. Uh, we're going to be playing some really really cool courses, and we're going to have a lot of cool stuff uh, both on the YouTube channel and uh, on the podcast here. Uh, you know, uh, in addition to our regular golf shenanigans, we've got some really big stuff planned, and uh, hopefully, you guys can come along and take the ride with us because. Uh, what we've got planned, as long as it happens, man, it's going to be huge. It's going to yeah. be a lot of bucket list stuff. We got a lot of bucket list stuff. So we're getting older. We got to get this stuff tackled while we can still walk. Because I could tell you now, had had Beth Page been, had I been playing Beth Page back in say July, mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd have finished. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, I, I took a cooler and I had, I think I had six gate, six Gatorades and I had like four protein bars 
and mm-hmm. it was all gone by the time I got to 18. <laughs> like, are you saying that? Uh, are you saying that that you're you're equal to Fatty McGee trying to take the stairs? Yeah, matter of fact, the uh, yeah, I was winded, so <laughs> it was it was pretty bad. But uh, yeah, if it had been in oh, July, there's no way I'm finishing because it was. I mean, it was nice. It was like 72 degrees that day, just oh. perfect, perfect golf weather. Yeah, the the golf gods drew uh, a clean card for you that day. That was uh, that that's awesome. Glad you got to experience it. Looking forward to experiencing experiencing it with you. So, um, that's that's something I'm really gonna look forward to. But uh, glad you kept a hundred off the scorecard. And and you know what? Hey, what what a recap. I knew you'd be fine. Uh, made a lot of fun of you yesterday, but uh, it was all in good fun. I knew you would uh, you'd go out and focus. I think. Um, courses like that, you do, you know, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of chops here and don't let your head get too big, but you do really well on, on courses like that because you focus in and, and, uh, instead of focusing on your game, you, you do a really great job. You did the same at the old white course, uh, in, in just, you know, being in the moment and, and enjoying where you're at. And and that's something that, that I've really done, you know, I've worked a a whole lot over the last year doing, and I feel like I've done it, um, a lot better this year, but, uh, you do a good job at it. Um, you know, you, 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 uh, lived in the moment and just played your game and, uh, played within your limitations and that kept a hundred off the scorecard, I think. I appreciate it, man. It is, it is, um, it is one of the things I try not to take for granted, you know, when I get these opportunities, because it's like, you know, you may never, you know, I, I hope that we can, I hope we can get out, but I may never get to play the black course again. And hundred percent, you know, it's just one of those things that I wanted to make, make every moment of it count. And I just tried to, just tried to execute, just tried to, tried sure. to execute every shot and it just, it just flowed. So, but, uh. Well, with all that being said, we'll wrap up here. And, uh, you know, folks, if this is your first time tuning into the channel, make sure you follow the Pittsburgh Golf Hack on Facebook and uh, on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow at PGH Golf Hack and uh, check out the YouTube channel under the Pittsburgh Golf Hack name as well. Got some really cool stuff out there. A lot of cool stuff to come. All right, folks, till the next time, you all get out and hit them straight and keep on hacking.